As we open the door to mystery and suspense, we see a light at the end of the hallway. A steady thump is not an unseen entity in the walls. It is your own heart beating. Come further and be enveloped in the light of Schlock Shock Radio. Tonight's show rolls in as Fright Train. Act One, Destinations Unknown. been a product of the land for all his life. A farmer's life. Shaw started driving cattle until he was 12 years old. Years before that, his ma and pa died, and he was forced to leave the farm and grow a little faster than most boys his age. Even though his ma did the schooling, it didn't take long for Shaw to run to the wrong folk. He's had his share of transgressions and has caused offense to others. But those days are behind him, and it's back to leading the cattle again. It's a better life. At least he sleeps better at night. Lunchtime. Lunchtime, everyone. Food will be served in the dining car. Lunchtime. Huh? Lunchtime, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Don't want you to miss it. Lunchtime. <clears throat> Excuse me, miss. Oh, my fault. I wasn't paying much attention to my surroundings. You headed to the back? Why, yes I am. I'm gonna, gonna have myself a smoke. May I join you? I left my tobacco in my case and didn't realize it till I was almost there. Yeah. <sighs> Of course. No, you smoking alone. After you, miss. Where are you headed, miss? Please, there is no need to call me miss. My name is Josephine. Josephine Tate. Uh, pleased to meet you, Miss Tate. Josephine. Just Joe will do. And what's your name? Or will I have to pry that from you? No, no. My name is Shaw. Is that a last name? Mr. Shaw? Did you not come with a first name? No, afraid I did not. My parents died when I was very young, and no one knows what my first name was. And no one raised you and gave you a name to own? Just kept calling you by your parents' last name? <sighs> I am so sorry. <laughs> How scurrilous of me. No, no, ma'am. You, you haven't been so... It means I said something mean. Ah, okay. I'm a school teacher. I'm supposed to use words that nobody has heard of. 
Joe? What, what is it? What are you... Ah! What the hell? What is that? It's, it's, it's okay. It's, it looks like... It's... He's been mutilated. What could have done this to a man? My God, the blood is everywhere. Was it an animal? Maybe a mountain lion that got on the train? Maybe. Maybe not. I see men run over by a herd of charging bull. It's a horrifying sight. Nothing like this. What are you doing? It was a human that did this. See? I don't see anything. This poor bastard's hands were tied when he was killed. My God. What do we do? We need to tell the porter. Okay, but let's hurry up and head back before we become suspect. Why would anyone think we killed this man? I, I don't know. Wrong place at the wrong time. You didn't see anything when you went back to smoke? No, I didn't go back that far. I forgot my tobacco, remember? Oh, that's right, that's right. Wait a second, you don't think that I... <laughs> no, not at all. Why'd you walk back with me and allow me to see the body with you? Because I wanted to appear innocent by being the first to discover the body, or I was proud of my work and wanted to see someone else's reaction. Uh... Sorry, school teacher. And I've read my fair share of murder mysteries. This is a mystery, isn't it? I reckon you're right about that. Welcome back to Fright Train. We continue our tale of intrigue and riddle with Act Two, Sleuthing Subtlety. As the Central Pacific races towards its destination of California, the blood-soaked body of an unknown passenger lies decayed, rotting on the wooden floor with the train car as its tomb. No one knows who killed the poor soul, but this discovery will lead to the most extraordinary adventure of Shaw's life. As he ponders what would tempt a man or woman to kill in such a horrific fashion, his mind turns towards Miss Josephine Tate and what part she plays in this macabre affair. Hey, you, Porter! Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Please, step into my cabin. We have something horrendous to share with you. Ma'am? Please, this is something we, we can't discuss out here. Yes, of, of course. I can't believe it. Murderer on board? That's what it looks like. How long until the next town? We're ass deep in Nevada. We won't stop again until late tonight. Could be 12 hours. A murderer on the Central Pacific? Well, it's a good thing we're not stopping until late tonight. We don't want them getting off the train. They could jump off any time, though. Just like you said, 
There's nothing out here. Unless this was professionally done, but I doubt that. But the hands were tied. This wasn't just random. Yeah, but the wounds were. If the victim had a contract to be killed, he wouldn't have been killed in such a fashion. Unless the killer is a lunatic. An insane bounty killer? Eh, seems too far-fetched. believe it is a lunatic because I believe that this crime was done in passion and not reward. But his hands were tied. <sighs> Could have been tied afterwards. Why? Hmm. Uh, that I don't know. Wait a minute. You're not a marshal. We need to talk to the conductor and see what he thinks. I agree with that. First, go uh, lock the door to the caboose. If anyone asks, just say it's routine. Then, then go tell the conductor. Let us know what he says. What are you going to do? We are going to go mingle. Mind if we sit with you? Of course not, of course not. Let me get a chair for the lady. Thank you. This food? Dreadful. But I hear there are delicacies to behold in California. This be my first time there. Oh, mountains of rare and mysterious sea life. Enough to fill your belly for two lifetimes. Uh, excuse me, miss. You're not being unrefined. I'm looking forward to having some of these exotic cuisines. I haven't been to California either. Dear me. Where are my manners? My name is Ely Wallace. I'm a businessman who specializes in insurance. Uh-oh. No, no. I promise not to lord you with Ballyhoo. I despise people like that. Besides, you probably already have insurance. Uh, yeah. Of course. Good. I wouldn't want you to be caught dead without it. <laughs> not to sound imbecilic, but what kind of death does it cover? Is it any time you die, or does it include, say, murder? <clears throat> well, actually it does. It's just when you die, your next of kin gets the amount coming to them. Say, need to go. Good day. Smooth, Miss Tate. Well, we can't just beat around the bush. There's a killer on this track. I know, but I don't want to alarm anyone. I could tip off the murderer. I was thinking... Maybe he or she wanted someone to see the victim. You think that's why the body was easily visible? Why not? As I see it, I've got two options. First, inform everyone what has happened, taking the risk of losing or possibly catching the killer. And second? We just wait for the porter to let us know what the conductor thinks. Why stop investigating? We just started. Because it'll take too long, and they might get wise and disappear while we're talking to everyone. Hell, they might not even be on the train anyways. Okay, we wait for the porter and then go from there. Yeah, I don't see any other options. If they're still on the train, then they ain't going anywhere. And if they're off? And we'll need to prove our innocence. Why is that? As soon as we found the body, we reported it. This train isn't stopping for almost 12 more hours. If word gets around there's a killer on board, it'll be like a powder keg ready to pop. <laughs> Miss Shaw, Miss Tate. Yes, uh, are you the conductor? I am. My name is James Williams. Hello, Mr. Williams. Ma'am, I just talked to my porter, 
and he informed me of what you found. Did you, uh, get a chance to look at it yourself? Indeed I have. Damnedest thing I've ever seen. Well, what do you think? Well, while the next town is 11 hours away, we'll be stopping in about an hour to fill up our water. There should be a telegraph station there. What about the passengers? I'm sure they might be getting suspicious with the caboose locked and the conductor coming back to the passenger cars. You're absolutely right. I've already had a few passengers stop me to see what's going on. Any idea who might have done this? One of the passengers, an insurance salesman, said a man and a woman asked a peculiar question about murder. That was our first attempt at amateur sleuthing. Well, he's got the biggest mouth in the whole damn train. With the caboose locked down and rumors flying of people talking about murder, let me be honest, you've made this matter a hell of a lot worse. Well, if the cat's out of the bag, maybe we should come clean Tell everybody what we know. Bad idea. The last thing I need is a lynch mob locked together in the middle of the desert. So what do we do? Well, you're going to put your hands out without a fuss so I can lash them together. We're innocent. What? Doesn't matter. As far as I see it, you two were the only ones with a body, and you've been talking about killing with fellow passengers. I have no use but to arrest you on the suspicion of murder. This is bullshit! We'll telegraph into the nearest town sheriff in an hour and see what they think. In the meantime, I suggest you two put your heads together and figure out a way to clear your name. You're not even going to investigate this? Have you even identified the body? I assume he wasn't riding with anyone or somebody would have reported him missing by now. We'll worry about that. Now, how about those hands? The charade continues on another night of Fright Train. Step on board with Act 3, The Five W's. The situation is even worse. With one dead body in the caboose, and as of yet no real suspects, the train's conductor, James Williams, has tied the hands of Joe Tate and Sean. Now trapped in an empty compartment, they look out the window into the darkening horizon and contemplate how to prove their innocence. All the while, killer could possibly still be on the train and waiting to strike again. The clock is ticking, and when it stops, nobody knows. Joe, been off quiet. You okay? I hate this. I know. We're in a bit of a bad box. Tying us up and locking the door seems a bit like overkill. Do you think it's been an hour? More than that. We'll be stopping soon. How are we going to prove that we had nothing to do with killing that man? Well, I know the porter saw me sleeping when he went around calling for lunch. Nobody saw me. If you're not sharing a room with anyone, it'll be harder. Well, I don't know how long the body was left lying there. The porter could easily say that I went to sleep after the murder. I have nothing. No alibi. Well, the truth is that you're innocent. You have to have faith in that. How do you know? I don't follow. You don't know I'm innocent. All you know is that I was walking back from the murder scene. You don't have any blood on you. I could have thrown the bloody clothes off the train and then changed, then started walking back to the lunch car for a bite to eat. You want to be hung? No. 
The murderer most likely threw their clothes off the train. It's a possibility. Now, it was a mess in there. If they didn't throw the clothes out, they are still on board. If they did, then they are wearing a fresh pair of clothes. Yeah? Most people traveling on a train are up in the passenger cars, like you. So, if they were to change clothes, they would need a place to do it. Exactly. WC or... The compartments? If so, there'd be some evidence of blood in the compartment. It was a gory mess. It's highly unlikely that the killer didn't get any on him. No, wait. It's no good. They could have just changed in the caboose of the body, then thrown everything out the back. How would they have walked over the body and not trapped any blood back to the forward compartments? Blood is floor to ceiling. The roof! There are no windows in the caboose, and we didn't see any tracks going back towards the cabins. The killer must have walked to the back door, possibly changed back there, and tossed the clothes, but no matter what, they used the roof to get back onto the train. So, so where does that leave us? We may not know how the killer traveled. It may not clear our names yet, but if we can find evidence of the bloody clothes and possibly where they came back into the train, we might learn more about who they were. Well, we still can't rule out that they didn't just leave the train. Right. Well, that whittles it down to just investigating the back of the caboose. If only we could get back there. We need to get out of this room. My worry is as soon as they call a sheriff, proving our innocence is going to become a lot harder. We need to check out the caboose now. Let's get out of here. Here, I'll grab a piece of glass and cut you free. You do the same for me. Then, we're getting on this roof. What exactly did you write in the note? I simply said, Dear James Williams, we are innocent. We broke out to prove it to you by solving the murder mystery. Well, maybe they'll open up to your sense of honesty. Or maybe it'll backfire. Speaking of fire, you don't have a pistol on you, do you? Don't tell anybody, but I've got a one-shot in my garter. Oh, you're a school teacher. Old boyfriend wants me back. I see. You? My revolver's taken when we were tied. You worried about James Williams? Or worried about finding a lunatic? Alright, we're at the back of the caboose. Be careful climbing down. Shaw? I'm almost down. What do you see? Look. Bingo. One handprint. Right here on the ladder. But what good is it? A handprint isn't going to tell us who committed the crime. You're absolutely right. But look. I see it. This isn't a human hand. It's a paw. What did you find? Williams. Now I seem to remember tying your hands. Why did you have to go and break my window? Because we're innocent. Can you prove it? Not yet, but look here. I can see from here. It's a smear of blood. Same stuff that has repainted the back of my train. It's a print. An animal print. Animal? So what? Obviously a man did this. We know. The dead man's hands were tied. Maybe he was tied back here and a wolf or a mountain lion got on board and killed him. Or maybe it's just blood. I'm sorry, but we're stopping soon to contact the sheriff. So far, you both escaped your confines and have proven nothing of your innocence. If anything, you've proven how guilty you are. Porter? Yes, sir? Take our prisoners to an empty compartment and hogtie them. Get Jameson to help you. Damn it, Williams! We're innocent! If we kill this man, why are we inform you in the first place? Use your damn head! Listen here, Crowbait. You're going to do as I tell you. You're going to go quietly with my men. You're going to let them tie you up. You're going to do it, or I'm going to kill you.
collect the clues, and prepare yourself for Fright Train, Act 4, by the Pale Blue Moon. And more clues appear, but no suspects. Williams, the train's conductor, has no choice but conclude that Joe and Shah are to blame. Meanwhile, time has passed, and the porter has gathered all the passengers to a single car to inform them of what has transpired. Meanwhile, Joe and Char are lying in another compartment, once again immobile. This time they lie on their bellies, with hands and feet bound behind their backs. What's the idea of leaving us in here for hours? We're starving. We're all starving. I've been spending all my time worrying about this train and its passengers. Did you talk to a sheriff? What did he say? They agreed with me holding you. Said this isn't the first murder they've seen in this fashion. In fact, they believe you two are the Lobos boys. Granted, one of you is a woman. You two the Lobos boys? Of course not. <laughs> no, I know you're not. What do you mean? <sighs> It's hard for people like us. We're always lurking in the shadows. <laughs> Nobody understands us. People fear us. We're really not that different. Just like you, we need to eat. We're good. I told the passengers about Miss Tate and Mr. Shaw. You told them everything? Of course. Told them what? <laughs> that you and Miss Tate confessed, of course. But we're not! No. But we are. What? You killed him. We have to eat. Shut the hell up. I'm the one talking. Sorry, Big Bub. It's almost time. For what? You are both so lucky. You can eat whenever you're hungry. But we can't. We must wait until it's time. Start making sense, damn it. What the hell are you talking about? You really are a moron, aren't you? Baby brother, look. It's almost time. Yes, Big Bub. The moon. It rises. You sure everything is taken care of? Our other brothers have everything under control. If you kill us, the other passengers will find out. Oh no. We're not just going to kill you. We're all so hungry. Tonight, we feast. So what about the dead man? Was he a pre-course meal? That was because of my baby brother. I got hungry. The moon let me have a little. Here it comes. I can feel it. Joe, they're changing. They have the devil in them. Werewolves! You're crazy, that's just Blarney. Joe, I have my gun, but I can't reach it. 
My hands are tied too. You have to somehow get the gun from my garter. My hands are tied. I can't get it unless I use my head to. I can't do that. Damn it, Shaw. Get that gun. Drop it on the floor. Sorry, Miss Tate. It only has one shot. I have it. I need to roll over. Hold still. Ah! You almost blew my hands off. I shot the rope. You're free. Got it. Now what? Oh, oh my god! They're growing snouts. Grab their gun, shoot them! You did it! You killed them! But those weren't silver bullets. What? Here, get me untied. There. I hear screaming. Quick! The others are attacking the passengers. Hand me a gun. There you go. Yours has six. Mine has four. All right, let's be careful. Kill the werewolves, and, th and then we need to start this train. Hey, this is exciting, isn't it? I'm definitely not overwhelmed. Oh, and Joe? Shaw? Those Zamata Hellfire Knickers. Watch it, Shaw. Quiet now. You okay? Down to three rounds. Everyone in this compartment is dead. Not everyone. Eli. Insurance man. Please, I can't find my hands. I'm sorry, friend. Five. Poor bastard. On to the next compartment. Wait, what is that? Oh shit, it's dynamite. Dynamite? They're gonna blow the train? Makes sense. After they had their fill, they, they were gonna blow the train. Why didn't anyone shoot them? Like I did, when they started changing. That's a really good point. Ah, here we go. My lord, there must be 20 pistols in here. All right, grab what you can. We're heading to the engine. We kill everything that's evil and clean this train out. Steady yourself, constant listener. It is time for the exciting conclusion of Fright Train. Act 5, Blood and Bullets. The Central Pacific Line commandeered by unholy creatures of legend. As the puzzle pieces fall into place, we witness Shaw and Josephine Tate, once cowboy and schoolteacher, now upholders of justice and reapers against the evil of the night, fighting for their lives. <laughs> Keep coming. How many of them could there be? I don't know. How many have we shot so far? Maybe 12 so far? I can't see the bodies. There must have been some passengers that were also these monsters. It won't take long until we're out of bullets. Let's blow the train. What? Shaw, we're right back where we started. We're loaded with guns and we're standing in the middle of a massacre. But, but the monsters! See? They're dead bodies. 
feel normal again. That's why no one believes they exist. They must change back after they die. Even if we survive this, everyone will think we did it. It's time to blow this thing. Right. Hold them off. I'm gonna look for the fuse, the dynamite they strung up. Don't take too long. Here's the fuse. Look out! There's one next to you! It was Eli. He's one too. What the hell? He was a victim. I don't know what is going on. All the more reason to blow this train. The fuse is now in the stick. They're all coming in. You ready to go? Ready as I'll ever be. You got a match? Uh, here we go. Light it! We gotta have that smoke after all. My brothers. Williams! Your bullet didn't shoot straight enough. I can't fully change back. Please, kill me. I should leave you where you like, Crowbate. It hurts so bad. We were just hungry. We were. Hungry. Do it. Shaw, kill it. James Williams, if that is your real name, I do condemn you to hell for the murder of everyone on board the Central Pacific Railroad this day. Do it! folks. Wowie, you two look like a couple of barrel boarders. You been hiking through the desert or something? What's the best hotel, old man? Oh, that'd be the Silver Pony. They're sweet French babies there. Ooh la la. Sounds nice. Hey, Shaw. Wanted poster. The Lobo Boys. When was this put up? Well, that was just today. Seems they slaughtered a bunch of people at the bank in Tucumcari. Totally wrecked them. Didn't even steal a thing. Just a bunch of loons, I guess. When was this? Uh, sometime last night. Just wired in today, I guess. There's more of them. And everyone they bite, but don't devour, becomes one of them. It'll be another month till the next full moon. Looks like we've got to get our rest. Yeah? Yeah. It's a long ride to Tucumcari. and situations created by Stephen Snowden, Fright Train Stop Scott Gliney as Shaw, Stephanie Lafferty as Josephine Tate, Nathan Pensenolt as the Porter, Steve Long as Eli Wallace, Stephen Snowden as James Williams, and Courtney Lafferty as the Ticket Agent. Music by Matt Mindel. Fright Train is a production of Schlock Shock Radio. Copyright 2013. 
This is Sean P. Metty. Until next time, stay out of the dark. <laughs>